Hello, my name is Alexandra Baton Bailey, and welcome to the Beyond the Podium podcast series. This podcast is on teaching and learning. Here, our guests offer their best tips, strategies, innovations, and stories about teaching. Our guests today are April Hines and Herbert Lowe, and they're going to talk about a subject near and dear to their heart, student success through textbook affordability. Textbook costs have risen significantly in the past 10 years. This has made it quite difficult for some students to afford materials in order to be successful in school. But April Hines and other subject specialist librarians and great faculty like Herbert Lowe have made it their mission to find affordable alternatives for their students. Herbert is a new faculty member at UF. He has his students' best interest at heart. He's a tough but caring member of our faculty whose serious nature permeates his demeanor. But when you get to know him, when you hear him talk about his students, his classes, all of a sudden, it changes his face and his voice, and the most wonderful smile transforms him. You see that deep down, he's that caring instructor we all wish we had and hope our kids have. I worked 22 years as a reporter for what we once called newspapers. And as a journalist, I've been able to uh, meet a great many people who have been inspiring and have had great successes and great um, hardships. Eight years ago, circumstances led me to becoming a full-time university faculty member. And I went from having no children to maybe 150. Herbert is always looking for a way to make his classes better, to help his students out. So it's not a surprise that meeting April Hines meant some big changes were coming. April happens to be the subject specialist librarian for Herbert's college. My name is April Hines, and I'm the journalism and mass column librarian here at UF. I have been in this position for almost five years now, Um, But I've been a Gator for almost 18 years. So I came here in 2000 to go to college. I was a student. um, Then I was a staff member working in the libraries for a while. Um, I got my degree in journalism. And when I started working in the libraries, I found that I was still disseminating information just in a different way. And I always really loved the research component of writing anyway. So I ended up getting a master's degree in library and information science, and then I went on to work in the UF library system. And when the journalism librarian position opened, it was the perfect full circle moment in all of my education and experience over that time period. So yeah, I've been here for a while. Both April and Herbert are dedicated to students, and this dedication is evident by their passion to provide affordable course materials. But where did this passion come from? So when I first became passionate about textbook affordability, I mean, I think back to my own experience as a student. I um, was a low-income student. I was on financial aid. And I used to get the biggest knot in my stomach when it came time to purchase textbooks because financial aid only goes so far. And there were some textbooks that were really, you know, over $100 that were, you know, very expensive Um, We've all had those classes where you buy an expensive textbook and you maybe use a couple of chapters out of it. (laughs) So I had that experience from from my college days. And then when I started working at the education library um, here at UF, um, one of my job duties was course reserves. 
And I noticed that for a lot of courses, the textbook、um, we already owned in the library, and the students would check those books out before the first day of class even started. And、um, I started contacting professors and saying, "Hey, we have your textbook in the library. Do you want me to put it on course reserve?" And their answer was always, "Oh my God, you can do that! That would be amazing!" And then the students would come in and use those books on a daily basis. I I would see a student come in and know exactly what book they were going to ask me for. So I understood like how valuable this was.、Um, To students and how much they were really craving、um, that assistance. And there have been studies done on, you know, students that have said that they have、um, chosen classes based on how affordable the textbook was, or felt like they weren't able to be as successful in a certain class because they were having to share a textbook with a couple other people because they couldn't afford it. And、um, I know this happens a lot, probably more than maybe some professors think it does, because I have students contact me at the beginning of every semester. Can you help me find my textbook? Is it in the library? Is it on course reserve? Do we have an ebook version available? And I get those emails every single semester. And and sometimes they're even afraid to reach out to their instructors and and ask if there are other options because they're embarrassed, you know. And I've been in that position as well. I once had a student. Who had not taken three quizzes, and I didn't find out until midterm that she wasn't taking the quizzes. So I called her into my office. She apologized, but it was only because another student told me that she didn't have the money for the books and didn't want to tell me. So I handed her a copy of the book and told her to sit up and gave her, you know, the treatment as I like to call it. But it, it, you know, it was heartbreaking. This was the same student. Who a semester later was told that she could not stay in school because her her financial aid wasn't coming through. So、uh, there are too many students here where day to day financially they don't know if they'll be able to continue. So I'm not looking to make that burden any heavier. There's another concern for students who do creative work like journalism, where having the best laptop is. Helpful having access to the kinds of equipment that you're using for this podcast would be helpful, and it can be a challenge to even get what might be considered inexpensive ten dollars. I mean, students will tell you that ten dollars is a lot to them. So, anything that we can do to help make their education more affordable, I think, is a worthwhile initiative, and we should see as one of our responsibilities. When April and Herbert joined forces, they were able to make dramatic changes that resulted in course materials that cost students nothing. And it may surprise you to hear how easy these changes were to implement. So Herbert was actually developing a new course, and he heard me speak at new faculty orientation about、um, my ability to connect faculty with resources they can use in their courses. And I met with him. He showed me、um, a, a list of, of textbooks that he'd already identified and readings that he was interested in. And I was able to say,、um, "Yeah, we have ebook versions of these. These we don't, but we could put a hard copy on course reserve." Oh, by the way, did you know that we subscribe to Canopy, which is a streaming video platform? And I connected him with some、um, documentaries that were related to his course. And of course, he was like. All I have to do is link to this. My students can access it for free, and I was like, "Yes."、Um, you know, I connected him to、um, 
some you know, journal articles and some other resources like that. So, um, and then I was able to get him set up with our um, course reserve system. Um, another thing faculty don't realize is ARIES can be embedded right into your Canvas site. So students don't even have to leave Canvas to access these materials. Um, and I was able to get him set up with that. So yeah, and that was just a couple of, of short meetings and some emails, and then he was good to go. For the race, sports, and culture class, there were a number of research papers, magazine articles. It's just, where would I collect all this? And talking to April Hines, she helped me understand what course reserves was. She said that if I could give her a list of the materials, she and her staff would make that available so the students could download or access or go to the library. So there, there are a variety of, of options. Um, a professor can, through the online course reserve systems, ARIES, they can request that the physical copy of the textbook they are using in their class be placed on course reserve behind the circulation desk in the library. So students can come check out the book. Everyone in the class has access to it. They use it in the library. They can scan pages, um, you know, email selections to themselves. We have this amazing um, high-powered kick scanner in the libraries that makes scanning a lot easier and a lot faster. The students absolutely love it. So that's probably the simplest option. And I've had professors say to me, how do you expect my entire class to share one textbook in the library? And no one really expects them to do that, but it serves as an option for those cash-strapped students who maybe can't afford the textbook or there's a delay in their financial aid. They want to have an option while they're studying in the library. So you can at least do that, if nothing, nothing else. Um, then a lot of people don't realize that the libraries subscribe um, or have worked with various um, book vendors that provide multi-user ebook options for a lot of um, academic books. So um, I've had professors who might be using like a Routledge handbook, for example, in one of their classes. And um, we can provide multi-user ebook access to that title for free through the libraries so no one in the class has to buy the book unless they want to. As a faculty member, you don't have to go about this alone. The first place to begin is to get in touch with your subject specialist librarian. When it comes to working with the libraries, it's really easy to just go on the library website, um, click on the list of subject librarians, um, find the one that's related to your subject, and then just shoot them an email and um, you know ask for a meeting or you can communicate um, electronically. Um, like I said, Herbert and I met a couple times. And then also, you know, there are some resources that you can look into. You can look at in the library catalog for your textbook and see if there is an ebook version available or if there might already be a copy on reserve. Um, we have up on the Affordable UF um, Research Guide, we have some links where you can look in our ebook platform and see if there are ebooks available in your subject. Um, or in Canopy, in our streaming video platform, to see if there are streaming videos that might be related to your class. So you can do some of that searching as well, and then um, go through course reserves to have it uploaded to your course. And what I always tell faculty is if the you have identified that the best resource for your class is this 
expensive Pearson textbook, that is fine. We're not going to tell you don't use that. But think about how you can make that more affordable for those students who, who you know, might have some struggles. So like putting the physical copy on um, course reserve, but also our course reserves department can scan up to a certain amount of, of chapters or selections that can be put on course reserves. So if you know you're only going to use a few chapters, you know you're only going to use um, you know a certain selection from a text, then we can help pull that together for you and put that on electronic course reserves for free. But there are some challenges that faculty face, namely the time it takes to change a course and the credibility of available affordable options. However, these are not insurmountable. Time and resources and not really knowing what all is available to them. I've never had a faculty say to me, faculty member say to me after I presented the options, no, I don't I don't want to even consider that or I don't want to look into that. Usually when I tell faculty, did you know you can do X, Y, and Z? The answer is no. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> How do I get started? So I think that just awareness um, is, is a big barrier. Surmounting these challenges will yield some incredible results. And you, as a librarian or faculty member, can be a hero to your students. Well, one of my favorite stories was when... Um, I was looking at some required textbooks for different classes in the College of Journalism, and I saw that the Law of MassCom was using a book that wasn't a traditional like McGraw-Hill or, or Pearson textbook. Those are the ones that are harder to provide access to. They don't like to necessarily play nice with, with libraries in terms of offering ebook options that we can purchase. Um, so I And I knew that that was a large lecture class with over 200 students. So I looked at, um, through our ebook vendor and saw that that book was being offered as a multi-user license. Uh, I, I emailed the instructor, asked if she wanted me to purchase it. Of course, her option was like, yes, and like 10 exclamation marks after it. So we um, purchased it. We provided her with a link. And um, now all 200 students in that class didn't have to buy the book. And I got to be a hero for a few weeks. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Beyond the Podium podcast series. We're happy you joined us, and we hope to see you next time for more tips, strategies, ideas on teaching and learning at the University of Florida.